0: Welcome to Permission to Win, a podcast asking life's most fundamental questions, like what is permission, who needs my permission, and why are we talking about permission anyway? In each episode, your co-hosts explore different ways to say it's okay, discussing all the different permissions we need in our lives to do or not do the things that we do. Now, in case you think you need it, here's your permission to join David and Kim.
1: Hey, David.
2: Hello, Kim.
1: <laughs> I'm excited about this topic.
2: You're excited about quality feedback?
1: I am, but you're using the, the word that I want to push back on, so this one's going to get spicy
2: you're talking about receiving criticism.
1: Yes, sir.
2: And I'm going to jump out and say, we're using that in a more defined method that criticism is positively intended. It's not just wearing <laughs> people out and cutting people down. That's my thought.
1: So here's my problem with the word you Know the definition of it. Do you want to share the definition? Because I think we can kick off the spicy with the definition.
2: Yes, but I have to look it back up. (laughs) So a critic is a person who expresses an unfavorable opinion of something. Or a person who judges the merits of literary, artistic, or musical works. I.e. someone who does it professionally. A film critic, for example.
1: So I just kind of have to push on this because there are a lot of self-designated professional critics out there who want to tell you all the things that you do wrong.
2: But I'm a life coach. I'm a life coach, Kim, and I can help you solve all of your problems.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. David, why you are a hot mess is what you are. Let me just say that out loud professional hot mess. But the thing is is when we take the stand of being a critic versus a supporter versus like you know all the negative stuff versus the positive feedback and I don't mean not telling the truth. I don't mean the fluffy talk of oh you're so amazing and the whole time you're thinking oh my goodness they have no idea. That's not what I'm talking about, but I am talking about people who are definitely out there that just want to bring everyone down. So I think that there is something to clarify right up front in this, in a spicy way. I can't help it. I don't believe in the critic part. I don't believe that there are professional critic positions available to all those that are trying to fill that position.
2: Well, a. Quality critic, I'm going to say, like, using that term, quality critic is someone who has the research, who has the experience, who has experienced what it is that they're offering criticism, again, in the best form of the word, back. Kim, you have taught me about myself and about others in our mastermind groups that we've had over the months and years. It's easy to say why it won't work. It's easy to say that you can't do a thing. And then basically you point to a, a, in a direction that says, well, you would never say this, but I would say it like this. Shut up while you watch this other person just doing it. (laughs) Quit saying you can't do it and watch this person who's just doing it with less than what you have to offer so
1: i well i definitely don't use the shut up part but i understand the sentiment is true i i just think that sometimes whenever we look at giving feedback feedback is an opinion and something you just said it does make me giggle because you kind of assume if someone's being critical or they're giving some kind of critique they have some background But the thing I find more common is they have a theory. They have a theory as to what, you know, something will work or something won't work. And so they give that opinion. And I'm going to bring up something that's really going to get like spicy probably. But I think there's a lot of armchair quarterbacks out there. I think there's a lot of people sitting in their recliner watching the TV telling somebody else how to play the game. And I think that's where critique comes from a lot is we can sit in our cozy, comfy recliner and yell at the TV that, you know, well, how dumb that is. You would have done this or you would have done that. And the truth is, we don't know what we would do in that situation because thankfully we're not getting tackled by some, you know, 350 pound guy that's coming 90 miles an hour at us. I think that that's something that you have to take into account when you're talking about feedback is feedback is someone's opinion. It's not the end all. It's not even a doctor is practicing. Like That's part of the thing you have to remember. We're practicing as humans. We're practicing to do whatever it is we're doing. I'm really, really good at some things but those things I have practiced and practiced and practiced, you know, some things I'm good at by being wired that way. Like I have a propensity towards entrepreneurship, but I still have to bump my head along the way and learn things. So I think the feedback part is opinion. It's not fact. And we have to remember that when we're giving it to someone else, There might be a different way than what we know. There might be a different way of doing something that works. And we have to be open as the one giving feedback to, to, you know, be okay with letting somebody bump their head even.
2: I have aged to the point where the majority of the time I welcome feedback. I welcome even bad criticism or I whatever they want to say. I want them to say it but I am also comfortable in my own skin enough to be able to say, I'll take that information, compartmentalize it and ignore 90% of it and move on. (laughs) Because we don't know everything that's going on in their life. And we, we don't have the perspective that they do, but to spin this idea, Part of it is being willing to receive the feedback, and that shows, I think, a level of maturity to be able to hear negative or hear, again, I'm going to go back to something we said in a previous episode, the assumption of positive intent. I guarantee that most people that give you critical feedback aren't out for your demise. There are those who are trying to railroad you because they're narcissists and they need, you know, total support. But you, again, with time, you have to be able to learn what that looks like. And you need to be able to accept the criticism in the right moment, have coffee with it, as you like to say, sit and think about, did what they say, was it relevant? I'll use an example (laughs) When I was in high school, I was the band chaplain, so I was, quote-unquote, the nerd's nerd. And a young girl who was a freshman, I was a senior, she came back from spring break, and this was the 80s, so it was all about buttons and flair that we all wore at the time. And she brought me a, a button that she said she saw this and thought of me. It said, Stupid people shouldn't breathe. Woo! I thought, okay, maybe I'm presenting the wrong <laughs> idea of myself. This is that, that's not healthy. Uh, if that's the way she thinks I portray myself or I am portraying myself. So that was some quality feedback that I wasn't ready for and didn't want but I really had to sit and think about that one.
1: So I think when we're given feedback, I think we do have a choice. Like we have a choice to throw it out, not, not think about it, but I will challenge you to think about if you have any kind of reaction to feedback, if you have any kind of feelings that come up, it's usually because there's some truth in it. And Man, I hate getting feedback when it's like hard like that and I don't want it. I, you know, I'm thinking, please just let me be over here and let me be, (laughs) be doing the things I'm doing. And then somebody will come along and say, you know, that's not really nice or that's not really the thing to be doing. Or did you even think about this other person or this other thing? And we have the choice to step back and let them finish their feedback Or we have the choice to shut it off. Oh, wait, let me just defend myself. Just stop. The best way to handle feedback is to listen. It's not to defend. It's not to justify. It's not to do any of those things. It's to allow someone else the ability to say what they need to say to you. And like you said, go have coffee with it. So you see if there's truth in it. Because a lot of times there's truth in it. Maybe not the whole thing. Maybe it's not all accurate. But there are pieces that we can take from feedback. So I encourage everybody to think about that when someone's telling them something. You know, give them permission to speak their mind and and be free about it so that you can hear that opinion. I believe feedback is a priceless gift. And sometimes it comes from our haters. Sometimes our haters actually change us more than than the people who support us because they're more willing to tell the truth. You know, sometimes our supporters are cheerleaders and not really giving us the hard reality of maybe how we sound or how other people view us, like that, you know, like that button. That's that's harsh. But maybe that was one of the best gifts you got of how you were coming off in in the you know your relationships
2: what we don't want to do is receive feedback and immediately go oh yeah mm-hmm. and then disparage their parentage and things like that those aren't the that's not the <laughs> healthy way of of uh responding to feedback at the end of 2021 i had a moment that I could have gone completely in the wrong direction with, but I chose to just sit in the moment and stew and steam was probably coming out of my ears and it was just really frustrating. But I stopped. It was a, it was a literal gut punch. It felt like a punch in the gut and I had to stop and think, and it had to do with how I dealt professionally with people. I do audio and visual and things like that and run sound for people on stage. And it had to do with how I was preparing people to go onto stage. And what I finally had to accept from this feedback, which was given in a very angry manner, was I don't give people the grace to not know what I know. In those areas and giving them the confidence that they can get on stage and do what they need to do without my level of frustration. They don't need my frustration to go do something that's making them nervous already. And we have to think about, I want to sidestep here and say we need to think about when quality feedback is the right time. Before somebody walks up on stage, as they're getting ready to step on the stage and start talking is not the time to tell them that their ties a little bit crooked. It's not the time to tell them that they should have chosen a different outfit. There's nothing they can do about it right now. And that's not what I was doing. Just saying, (laughs) but, but we have to pick the moments. Sometimes we, it's the only moment we're going to have, and we feel compelled to blurt out everything. So giving. Feedback is an art as well, Kim.
1: I think there's something called the red carpet test. And that is that if they're not on the red carpet and you can give them feedback to help them get ready for the red carpet, that's one thing. But if they're walking down the red carpet, cameras are flashing, whatever they're going to is at the other end of that carpet. That's not the time to say you really wore the ugly dress. You should have worn your hair different. You should have, you know, the shoulds come out. I think that that's a really great way to gauge if you're able to help someone with feedback or if you are doing it in a bad, you know, in a bad timing because red carpet is serious. Like you're already there. You're already doing the thing. I think you just said the same thing, David. That's just what I call it is the red carpet test.
2: And it's not that you are out there on the red carpet trying to create a problem for them. You just aren't good at choosing the right time for the feedback. It's probably not inaccurate. It's just bad timing.
1: So you bring up something really important. Not only is timing important, but I think motive is important. Absolutely. Because I check myself. Like this is something I do constantly. I give a lot of feedback. I am. Oh,
2: goodness. She gives a lot of feedback. (laughs) Amen, sister.
1: And some of it is even wanted. How's that?
2: (laughs) Some of it. Yes. Some of it is, is appreciated and wanted.
1: I give a lot of feedback though, because of what I do, like, that's where it comes from is because of what I do. People ask for feedback a lot. Anyone who's gotten feedback from me knows I'm going to tell you the truth. So I always say, you know, to people who don't know me, be careful what you ask for, because if you don't want real feedback, please just don't ask me. We can save both of us heartache. Because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want anyone to walk away from me going, man, she's hateful. Or, you know, she's just mean. I want you to know if I give you feedback, it's because what I'm hearing is this. And I want you to know what other people are just not saying. I feel like that's a priceless gift. And I think that's lacking in relationships I think it lacks a position or a high priority we don't want feedback we don't like we don't want people to tell us and I think we miss out on a lot of things that we could do a lot better if somebody just said hey look if you part your hair on the left instead of the right you know and and I'm just being silly with that example but there are simple things we can do better for me specifically it's a business thing you know if if I'm not doing something that's clear in business, I want people to speak up. so that way, I am able to get more clear. I'm able to do the things that I you know, want to do.
2: I totally connect with what you're saying because when we met through Clubhouse, I was desperate for feedback in different areas of my life. And hopefully, everybody gets to that point where they, have a confidence, but they also are willing to accept external input. There's nobody in Hollywood got to where they are on the big screen without accepting criticism and feedback in how they do their craft. I am hoping one day to be able to be a professional voice artist that makes enough money to be a professional voice artist only, but, for now, I have to do that as a side hustle, but I am desperate for feedback because I want to know, you know, am I doing it, what everybody else thinks is the right way? The thing is, there's a there, there's my right way, but there's also the commercial right way. There's the way that it gets that you get picked to be able to go and do a thing, and so I'll hear myself read copy, and that sounds fine to me, and then someone will give me a some insight and some pointers and it will sound completely different. And I'll be like, that was radio. That was ready for live production.
1: I think when you talk about, you know, everyone else will give you feedback. I think it's also very important to think about who is giving you feedback.
2: Absolutely. Because
1: I love what I do. Like being an entrepreneur is super important to me that I feel like I was born that way I'm an entrepreneur to my middle, like I'm hundred percent unemployable. Like I think all of those things, but when I listen to feedback, it's, I have to be able to listen wholeheartedly, but also realize where it's coming from because if someone who has never been an entrepreneur or never has struggled being an entrepreneur, they don't understand that the struggle is real. And they want to tell me how to do something, I'm back to that armchair quarterback. If they're telling me how to do something and they haven't ever even come into the arena of the marketplace, please, please remember who you're getting feedback from. So if you're getting voice over, you know, feedback, who's the one going to hire you? That's the feedback you need to look for. I think it's really important to like just put that little definition out there of being careful. And and that's one of the reasons that I am asked to give feedback is because that's the arena that I live and play in. It's not because I kind of know a thing and you know it, it's I can tell you story after story of where I bumped my head, where I failed at something. But that's how I know how to do something now. Like I I have tried and failed more times than most people ever will even try. And so I feel like that's another thing that we just have to consider when we're opening ourselves up to feedback is just be careful of who you're asking for feedback.
2: For some reason, NASA has never come to me and asked (laughs) me to help them get to Mars. I don't understand why I have a lot of ideas. But to your point, maybe maybe they don't feel like I'm the person that would help them get to that point.
1: I think they should ask you, David.
2: <laughs> I mean, I watched Armageddon. I watched Apollo 13. <laughs> Nobody can tell me that I didn't watch those movies.
1: But you know, you're, you're still taking me back, or you just have to giggle. You're taking me back to the armchair quarterback again. You might have played football when you were six, or you might've played football when you were 12, you haven't played in years, but you're going to look at professionals who practice every single day and you're going to tell them how they did it wrong. To me, that's not the kind of feedback that you want to listen to. You know, the coach that played that understands the game and is trying to help you be better. That's a good place to get feedback. But the, the guys that are sitting at home in the recliners, you know, that they can't even run around the block. Like that's another thing. They can't even run around the block. And they're saying, why did you quit after, you know, 40 yards of running? Well, have you run 40 yards lately? Like, (laughs) I just think that that's important. And that's a, that's another test you can do besides the red carpet test of timing. You can also do the armchair quarterback test are you someone who's actually in the game, whatever that game is, whether it be business, personal, whatever it is, are, are you in the game? Is that why you're helping me?
2: I'm not going to use this as a blanket statement, but I think in, in general, we need to really compartmentalize and take with a grain of salt advice given with your thumbs. So if, if that person is simply holding their phone and typing it out on Twitter, <laughs> you really need to factor in the thumb advice because odds are it's not relevant to you. That doesn't mean you shouldn't perhaps listen to it, take it with a grain of salt and then apply it. Don't spend a lot of time with it, but yeah. I have we-
1: never heard that before. <laughs>
2: Well, I'm just made that up. So again, why NASA hasn't called, I don't understand. But if you, yeah, if, if social media has given us so many outlets to be able to criticize and to armchair quarterback and to, I mean, I could solve most of the world problems with my thumbs (laughs) if they would just listen. (laughs)
1: You know, when you say that, I just giggle because this is one of the reasons I'm so adamant on the socials to show up real.
0: Like, mm-hmm.
1: I, I know that I'm not, you know, ID perfect and I'm not, you know, that the perfect vacation somewhere or the perfect whatever. And I need to show that. Like, I feel compelled to show that so that other people don't feel bad. You know, I don't have to play small or, you know, I don't have to do things less than. But the fact that I really am a human needs to be on our socials, like instead of it being all perfect. And and I just giggle because I'm a hot mess. Like some days I'm a hot mess express, like all kinds of things go on in our life and in our business. But here's the secret. And I hope everybody's listening everybody's a hot mess behind the scenes like <laughs> everybody is human <laughs> behind there and so why do we pretend and then we don't listen to feedback and we don't listen to you know advice from those that really know what they're doing and a lot of time it's that we want to put that out there that we're perfect so don't give me advice like <laughs> Don't don't tell me anything wrong because I'm going to keep on pretending.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, I think we have all learned a little bit today about uh, being open and being careful about feedback, Mm -hmm. giving it, receiving it. I know I still have things to work on. I know I said I'm perfect, but I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> Still working on that. Kim's trying to help me. All all of my group of friends, they're trying to direct me down that path of reality. But... <laughs>
1: I'm just going to say, you should visit us soon on Clubhouse for a conversation that will be going on about the thumb feedback. Because I think that was like the best thing from today's episode.
0: (laughs) Thanks for spending time with David and Kim. Now it's your turn to explore permission in your world. If you have any thoughts, ideas, or questions about the show, please email info at yourpermissiontowin.com. And although they don't need permission to produce new episodes, they sure would appreciate it. Your Permission, in the form of a five-star rating and review, will help keep the show going. Until next time, here's your permission to win.